Hey, all. Uh, before we start the show, I just wanted to say that my thoughts and prayers continue to go out to DeMar Hamlin and his family and the entire Bills organization. You know, some some moments are bigger than football. Some moments are bigger than sports. And uh, that's what we have here with with the, the Hamlin situation. Um, you know, there's really no easy way to to transition from something that happened on Monday night to uh, to discussing, you know, NFL games and MVP chases and, and playoff predictions and all those types of things when, you know, somebody's life is still in question. Uh, so, like I said, uh, my thoughts and prayers go out to uh, to Mr. Hamlin and his family and uh and all the everyone that's a part of the the buffalo bills organization along with their fans and yeah all right let's uh let's get to it What's going on, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the NFL Takeover Podcast brought to you by the Takeover Sports Network. I'm Chris LaValle, but before we can get to the show, we got to talk about our buddies over at Prize Picks, and they have a special offer for all of, our, all of our listeners and viewers, new users that use and deposit the promo code Takeover will receive 100% instant deposit match of up to $100. Prize Picks is the fun and easy way to play daily fantasy. You pick two to five players and an over under on their projections, and you can win up to 10 times in any entry. Prize Picks has a ton of stats to choose from, including points, rebounds, assists, three points, made fantasy points, and more. Prize Picks offers every sport you can think of, like the NFL, college football, NBA, MLB, soccer, MMA, and more. Prize Picks also allows mixed sports entries. For example, you can take the over on Kevin Durant's points combined with the under on Tom Brady's passing yards in the same entry. Prize Picks has an award winning, easy to use mobile app, which you can find both on the App Store and Google Play, and entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It is that easy. So if you're looking for a fun and easy way to play daily fantasy, be sure to check out Prize Picks and don't forget to use the promo code TakeOver so that they know that we sent you that is Prize Picks. Promo code takeover. All right. So for this midweek show, I really want to talk about the Packers and Aaron Rodgers. I'm also going to piggyback off of the MVP conversation that we that we had last week um, and give you who I think is the MVP of the league. I was kind of wishy-washy about it last week. I'm going to give you who is going to win the MVP and who I think deserves the MVP. Uh, and I've got numbers and everything, all the, all the stats and all that good stuff to uh to pick from from there and then also we're going to preview because there's no thursday night football this week we're going to preview the two saturday night football games uh between the chiefs and the raiders and the i believe it's the jaguars and the titans that have the night game uh so to get into the 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 packers and aaron Rodgers and and everything that's been going on in green bay so the packers are four and oh just like aaron Rodgers predicted right they have a chance on Sunday to win their last five games of the season and make the the seventh seed, make the postseason. Um, for those who have forgotten, back in early November, there were calls for Packer, the Packers to bench Rodgers uh, in favor of their extremely overrated backup, Jordan Love. Now, these calls really heated up uh, when the Packers lost to the Eagles to go to four and eight. Uh, they were all but eliminated from the playoffs at that point in time. And Jordan Love had come into the second half of that football game with six and nine for 113 yards and a touchdown. Uh, Rodgers told the media after uh, and the Packers after that game that he'd be open to to take a seat uh, once the Packers were completely eliminated from the playoffs. Uh, he said, and I quote, look, I'd love to finish the season out, but I understand this is a business and there's a lot of us kind of older guys who play a decent amount and they might want to see some younger guys play. 
hopefully we don't have to have that conversation. But if that conversation comes up, I'll approach that with an open mind and without any bitterness or resentment. Obviously, like I said, I want to win and we don't have to have those discussions. I understand if we don't, that's a possibility to have that conversation, end quote. In other words, that quote from Rogers was his version, a new age version of R-E-L-A-X. There was no question that Rogers, in his mind, believed that the Packers could find a way back to the postseason. Now, Rogers isn't the sole reason why the Packers are in the position that they're in right now. I think if, if anybody were to say that, they would be lying to you. Uh, they've had ex- an extreme amount of help um, from their defense, along with the fact that a bunch of teams have been losing. The Packers, the only way the Packers were going to make the postseason, even a couple weeks ago, was certain teams had to lose. The Seahawks losing a couple games helped. The Lions losing helped. So there were scenarios there that needed to to come to fruition. The, the, the commanders completely tanking over the last couple of weeks. That helped as well. So there were a lot of other things that needed to happen in order for the, the Packers to be in, the, in this position uh, that they had no control over. The other thing is that their defense has been sensational over this four-game winning streak. They're holding their opponents to an average of 17 points per game, and they're forcing an average of three turnovers per game. Now, this Packers team, if they beat the Detroit Lions, is not a team that anyone's going to want to face in the wild card round. Um, and because everything is still up in the air, especially in the NFC right now, there's the potential for the Packers to face off against these three teams. You have the Vikings, the 49ers, and the Eagles. The only team, if I were a Packers fan, that I would completely and utterly fear is the 49ers, who have been Rodgers' kryptonite in his postseason career. Uh, They're also playing the best football, meaning the 49ers, compared to the other two teams. So, look, I think think they're going to end up playing the 49ers. I I don't see us, unless the 49ers decide to lose this weekend because they don't want to play the Packers for some weird reason. Um, because they're currently at the two seed. So if they went out and presumably the Eagles beat the Giants, they're going to be the two seed. Uh, so it, it's worst case scenario, I think, for the Green Bay Packers and for Aaron Rodgers to have to face the 49ers because I do think the 49ers are the one team that could that almost assuredly are going to beat them. The Eagles have been collapsing of late. I don't necessarily – I wouldn't count the Packers out in that football game. They played the Eagles close a few weeks back with Jalen Hurts on the field with the Eagles completely healthy. So the fact that they were able to play them as close as they were back then, facing off against an Eagles team that has injury issues all over the place, I, I think they stand a pretty good chance. And look, the Vikings – look at what the Packers just did to the Vikings. So the Vikings are not a threat whatsoever to Green Bay. You know, the only difference is Green Bay is going to have to travel. They won't be in Lambeau for these games. So, you know, there, there could be a, an aspect of, of, you know, not having the home field advantage that, they, that they've had over the past couple of weeks. But regardless, whoever has to face off against this team, you're going to get a tough you're going to get a tough out, especially on that defense. Look, the offense has not been clicking as great as it should be. Uh, you would think that the team's 4-0. Rodgers is, is flourishing. This, you know, he's playing like an MVP. He hasn't been playing like an MVP all season. Like he's been getting by. He's been playing more game manager than really anything else, which is fine because it's working. You know, they're they're finally running the football again. Matt LaFleur is fine, has found a way to get AJ Dillon 
involved a lot more than I thought he would as long along with Aaron Jones. But A.J. Dillon has really gotten a lot of work over these past few games. So the running game's working. Rodgers is game managing the hell out of out of these games. We'll see what happens. It's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. Like I said, if if I were a betting person, if the Packers face the 49ers, I would definitely take the 49ers. But if he faces off against the Vikings or the Eagles, depending on on how healthy the Eagles are, and let's face it, anybody facing the Vikings should be taking the other team. The Vikings are just a, just an absolute disgrace of a 12-1 football team. So, like I said, we'll see what happens moving forward. All right, let's get to the MVP conversation. So here's the deal. All right. Pat Mahomes is winning the MVP. Okay, that there's just there, to me, there's no question about it. Mahomes, he's leading every statistical. I mean, it's insane. Like, the guy is leading every statistical category. He's 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 got a 67% completion percentage. He's got 5,048 yards. That's first in the league. He's got 40 touchdowns, which again is first in the league. And he has 12 interceptions. He also leads the league in QBR, by the way. He's got 44 total touchdowns. In his last four games, he's thrown for 10 touchdowns and four interceptions. Then you have the Jalen Hurts factor, which is just, it is what it is. He's got a 67.3% completion percentage, 3,472 passing yards, 22 touchdowns, five interceptions, uh, which is second. That's the only category where Hurts is top five in of any statistical passing category. It's interceptions. Uh, Hurts has 36 total touchdowns on the season. Uh, Hurts has missed the last two games. Eagles are 0-2. Offense looked like they didn't miss a beat against the Cowboys, and then they threw up all over themselves last week against against the Saints. The last game we saw of Jalen Hurts, he had three rushing touchdowns. He also had three interceptions, uh, excuse me, three turnovers, including two interceptions. All right, so that's that's the last time we've seen Hurts. And very likely, I don't think Hurts is going to play this weekend again against the Giants. I mean, they they may put him out there. I think it's a mistake, especially if he's not a hundred. If he's not 100%, you don't play Jalen Hurts. You just, I mean, you you have a, the potential of of just completely wiping out your chances at all in the postseason if he gets injured against the Giants. And very likely the Giants are going to sit their starters anyway. And then we have Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow's got a 69% completion percentage, 4,260 yards, 34 touchdowns, 12 interceptions. He's got 39 total touchdowns. In his last four games, he's thrown for 11 touchdowns and four interceptions. Like I started off the segment, I said, Pat Mahomes is winning the MVP. There's no question about it. Joe Burrow is my MVP. Okay, if I had a vote, I would take Joe Burrow. And here's why. In most cases, you would look at the statistics of Pat Mahomes and you would just be blown away by them, which they are. They are sensational. And you would just go, he's got the best stats. They're in the number one seed in the, in the AFC right now. He's your MVP. No questions asked, right? Here's the thing. All right. And, and I'm not, I have not, see, to me, the, the MVP has been much tighter this year than it's been in the past because you do have Mahomes and you have Burrow and you have, you know, although people keep forgetting about him, you have Josh Allen and you have Jalen Hurts. Those are also your top four MVP odds, by the way. Mahomes is at minus 750. Burrow is plus 750. Allen is plus 1,000. And Jalen Hurts is plus 1,200. All right, so Jalen Hurts is completely cratered in the MVP odds. He's he's now below Josh Allen. And that's, again, because he hasn't played. I mean, and that that's what has completely taken, in my opinion, Jalen Hurts out of this conversation. I don't care if the Eagles are 0-2. He's not available to play. That hurts you when it comes down to the MVP. It just does. All right, availability matters. 
when you look at the Bengals season and you look at their schedule and you look at how difficult their schedule has been, particularly down the stretch, that's where my edge goes to Joe Burrow. All right, so the Bengals have won seven in a row in nine of their last ten. That is the best streak in the NFL. They've played a much more difficult schedule than both the Eagles and the Chiefs over the last month or so of the season. So I went back to November 3rd. So since November 3rd, so each team has played eight games, right? So pretty much half their season. The Eagles have played five non-playoff teams slash playoff potential teams, meaning if you if they've played um, you know, meaning the Packers, the Titans, the Jaguars, et cetera, would be considered playoff potential teams, right? The Chiefs, like the Eagles, have played five non-playoff teams or playoff potential teams. The Bengals have only played, have played two teams that are not going to make the postseason. So that means that the majority of the Chiefs in the Eagles schedule They've been playing sub-500 competition. The Bengals have only played two out of their last eight games against teams that have no chance and no hope of making the postseason. And I think that's the difference. Okay, while Mahomes' statistics are incredible, he's also been beating up on powder puff teams. His team has also struggled to beat the Broncos twice and the Houston Texans, who have been... Mind you, the Denver Broncos two weeks ago got lit up by Baker Mayfield and the Rams on Christmas night. So let's not let you got to kind of take things into perspective, right? You got it's not just so black and white. You actually got to look at the games, look at the opponents that they've played. Again, Mahomes' statistics are incredible, but you're beating up on on teams that that suck. A lot of Jalen Hurts' statistics are incredible. But look at who he's played. The Eagles have had one of the easiest schedules in the NFL. All season, they have had a pretty much a a cupcake schedule all season long. The Bengals have had one of the hardest, if not the hardest schedule in the league this season. And Joe Burrow is on the cusp of winning the NFC North, I should mean the AFC North, and being the three seed in the playoffs. That's pretty sensational given the fact that he still doesn't have an offensive line and given all the struggles that they had earlier on in the season. So that's why my, my vote would go to Joe Burrow. I think if you're going with most valuable to his team, given how difficult that schedule has been, how well he has performed in those games. And there's also that clutch factor, that it factor Burrow is so much to me, a resemblance of Tom Brady. It's scary. Burrow on the field. I know everyone says you can't count Pat Mahomes out, and you can't. Pat Mahomes has, has is incredible coming back from a deficit, but so is in Burrow. There is never a game, at least for me, when I'm watching Burrow on the field that I don't think the Bengals have an edge, even if they're down. There's just there's something about Burrow that just it's very reminiscent of the Joe Montana, Tom Brady, Joe Cool type of thing. There's just there is there there's a little arrogance, there's there's just the swagger that he has, and it, to his credit, he backs it up all the time. He always seems to make the play when that play needs to happen. It took Aaron Donald to take him down in the Super Bowl 
in order for the Rams to not get upset by the Bengals last year. And that was just because Aaron Donald came off the line so fast that Burrow didn't have the opportunity to see a wide-open Jamar Chase, which would have won the Super Bowl. So there's just there to me, there are all of these, these aspects of Joe Burrow's game, particularly this season, that to me make him the most valuable player in the NFL. All right, let's preview Saturday night, the two Saturday night games. So we've got the Chiefs at the Raiders and then the Titans at the Jacks. So the Chiefs at the Raiders, Kansas City's a seven and a half point favorite on the road in Vegas. It's tough with these games because you don't know how seriously they're going to be taking them. Now, the Chiefs need to win this game because we don't like we really don't know what's still what at least at, at the time of this recording. We don't know what the deal is with the Bills and the Bengals game. My guess is it's just going to be canceled and they're going to wipe it out. It's just it it the, so if the if the Bills win and the Chiefs lose this weekend, the Bills will will supersede the Chiefs. They'll get the number one seed and the bye. So my assumption would be the Chiefs are going to play as long as it all their starters as long as it takes to to confirm the victory for them. It may take all game. It may only take two quarters. You really don't know with the Raiders. You just don't know. Betting this game, I would stay away from like I mostly when it comes to these type of games, I stay away from a lot of them because you just don't know who you're going to see. You don't know how long the starters are going to play. At minus seven and a half, I would take the Raiders plus the seven and a half if you're betting the game. Uh look the the, the Raiders su- surprised everybody. Jared Sidham played excellent last week against the 49ers. I mean, he outplayed Brock Purdy in that football game. I know the I know the 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 49ers were able to pull it out in overtime, but Jared Stidham was great. He played really, really well. So credit to Jared Stidham and credit to Josh McDaniels. You know, as much as I can't stand the guy, as much as I think that he did Derek Carr really, really wrong, he played really well against the best defense in football. So the the Chiefs have one of the worst secondaries in football and again have struggled against Russell Wilson and Davis Mills. So if Jared Siddham can play half as good as he played against the 49ers, I mean, I, I think taking the Raiders plus the seven and a half is a pretty is a pretty safe bet because I, I just don't see the Chiefs running away with any game right now. It's, it's particularly on defense. And Mahomes has struggled. I mean, he's played well, but he has struggled from time to time. He has been carelessly throwing interceptions. So, you know, like I said, I think, look, I think the Chiefs win the game. I think the Chiefs are going to be the one seed. It's unfortunate, you know, how the, the whole thing played out. But it, look, it looks like it's going to be the the Arrowhead Invitational again. Uh, so, you know, you're going to see the Bills and Bengals very likely facing off uh, in the divisional round, which is going to probably be the game of, of the postseason. Um, so, yeah. And then we look at the Titans and the Jaguars. The Titans have no team. All right. At this point, they are a just a a a husk of a football team. There's just nothing there. If Derrick Henry doesn't play, they they have literally no shot. There is no chance that the Jaguars will lose this football game if Derrick Henry doesn't play. Derrick Henry owns the Jaguars. All right. If you if you go back and you look at how well Henry has performed against Jacksonville. And against Houston, it's insane. His numbers against both of those teams are unbelievable. 
if Henry can play, the Titans have a shot. The Titans absolutely have a shot. But I, I just don't. The momentum is on the Jaguars. They've won four straight. They they just they look like a much more complete team than the Tennessee Titans. I don't I, like. I don't know how it's to how it's to put it. Look, look I would love to to tell you that the Titans are going to win the football game. I would love to tell you that the Titans are going to win or that the game is going to be close. I don't think this game is going to be close. I think the Jaguars are going to blow them out. I would 100% take the Jags minus the six and a half. I think that is an extremely safe bet. There's just there's nothing that Tennessee has put forward to make me believe over the last few weeks that they have any shot in this game. Now, there's a lot of people. I've read a lot of articles. I've listened to a lot of podcasts. A lot of people love Mike Vrabel. And you can't count out Mike Vrabel. Mike Vrabel is one of the best and most underrated coaches in football. He's going to have his team prepared to play. That's great. He can have his team prepared all they want. They still don't have the talent on the field to be able to compete with Jacksonville right now. Again, unless they can have Derrick Henry. If Derrick Henry's healthy and he can play in this game, then yes, the Titans have a shot. If Derrick Henry plays, take the Titans plus six and a half. I think the game's closer. If if, if Derrick Henry is not available, Jaguars minus six and a half all day long. Take it. I almost guarantee you, you will make some money on that bet. All right, everybody, that's going to do it for this week's edition or this midweek edition of the NFL Takeover Podcast brought to you by the Takeover Sports Network. Quick programming note. So there's going to be no show on Sunday, uh, and that's mainly because I'm going to have to sit back and wait until the uh, – because the the Packers and Lions game has been flexed to Sunday night football. So there's going to be no show this for Sunday or Monday. I'm going to wait until the midweek, and I will do a whole wild card preview um, I'll also give you if if anything changes with the MVP or who I think is going to win the MVP, although my, my mind's already made up. So we're not even going to bother with that. So I will I will do a whole AFC and NFC playoff preview. Um, I will give you who I think is going to win the games along with who I predict will make it to the Super Bowl, given where I re- where all the chips fall. So, again, no show on Sunday show will be next Thursday. So I will talk to you all again in a week. Until then, I hope you all enjoy the last week of the NFL season. Be well, stay safe. I'll talk to you all again soon.